All right, would you rather be startled or scared by me every day or serve me food every day? Well, that, I don't know. What does this have to do with our story? Oh, well, the lesson today is to fear the Lord and faithfully serve Him. Okay, I think and actually know you're giving people the wrong idea. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. If you have not yet signed up for summer camp, please do. We would love to have you join us this summer. Maybe for the first time, maybe again. I don't know. It's just be fun to have you. Yeah. Oh, and invite a friend or invite two friends or a sibling uh, or anyone. Just invite more people. We like friends. Friends (laughs) are the best. Friends are so much fun. Okay. So, John, uh, welcome back to the Bible Story Podcast because you. you you were gone. Um, certainly our age has gone up by like a thousand years. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) no, see, no comeback. Your brain's working too slow. Um, (laughs) all right. Just jokes. But John, I do think you were, uh, uh, intentionally misleading people. Uh, really? (laughs) You were giving people the wrong idea with our, uh, with your, you know, would you rather question? First of all. I don't like either option. You scare me every day whether I would say yes to that or not. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) And if I had to serve you food every day, that would be so much work because you eat so much food. That would take, I'd have to prepare the food and then I'd have to serve you the food. And then I'd basically have to go back and start preparing the food again because you're going to be hungry by the time I'm done preparing the next meal. You just, (laughs) it's just you eat and you eat and you eat. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I think you're now giving people the wrong idea. Don't know what you're saying. I don't eat constantly. Although, if I think about it, if you you were to serve me constantly, I probably would eat constantly. So, that might be a fair statement. If I had to serve you only one meal, what meal would it be? Liver and onions. Then I wouldn't overeat. (laughs) You're like, (laughs) then I would limit myself. Anyway, okay. carrying oh. on. <laughs> okay, so before we go any further down this rabbit trail or liver and yeah. onions trail, um, our lesson is not talking about fear as in like, ah, scared. <laughs> that's that's oh, okay. my scared noise. <laughs> um, but fear as in honoring God and knowing that at any moment he could crush you. Ah, Which, yes, yes. You, you made my point perfectly. Fear. I don't want to be crushed by God, especially by God. Like, he's big. No. That's not what I mean. You know that's not what I mean. And I, like, okay. Here we go. I know that's what I said, Mm -hmm. but you Mm -hmm. purposely took a different point than what I said. All right? I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just get into the story. We'll clarify later. Okay. (laughs) Besides, you, I know that you know what this lesson actually means. You're just, you're goofing around. All right. I don't know what you're talking about, but here's our story anyways. But in spite of you, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just moving forward. Okay. All right. So Saul has been made king. And last week, he stepped up in a big way and he rescued the town of Jabesh and absolutely destroyed the Ammonites, their enemy. Yeah, it was uh, a really gruesome story. A lot of of blood. A lot of blood. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had our guest host and that was some you know shock to him he's yeah like, he's like is this what we're teaching kids about these days mm-hmm. um but yeah it was it was a um not a regular story but certainly there was a lot of violence in it yes yeah um but again the lesson was really important in there and and it was 
um, that we ought to trust God even in our faults. Mm-hmm. Now, we say that Saul was not perfect, but he still trusted God, which I think is commendable. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Okay, so one more thing. Yes. You brought it up already last week. Uh, Noah did a great job filling in for me. He did. Um, Ugh, the youthful now, energy. I, again, again, I'm not <laughs> sure I appreciated all the old man John talk, but uh, you guys did well together, and mm-hmm. we might have to bring him back from time to time. Yeah. That'd be fun. It was great. Um, uh, as it, we said, we love friends. We love friends. Yes. Yeah. No, Noah was awesome to have on the podcast. Um, I think he really enjoyed it. And, you know, write in. Let us know how much you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Not m- more than us. but <laughs> It can be more than us. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yes, we'll have to have Noah back in your seat once again. Okay, so... Back in your old man rocking chair. There, <laughs> yes. It'll be a young man's rocking chair. Okay, so our story today is found in 1 Samuel chapter 12. The battle is done. Things have gone super well. Saul has been made king in a ceremony at Gilgal. Everything is great. And then... Yes. And then. And then. <laughs> okay, so Samuel is having this big... You know, he, he begins kind of this big speech, and he makes things really awkward. Uh, that's an understatement, and it's a very fair statement. Yeah. It's super awkward. It's why we chose not to have an open mic at our wedding. <laughs> like I was, you only had 10 people at your wedding. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, there, there was one MC we were particularly worried about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So at Gilgal, all of the people are celebrating that Saul is, is their new king. People are stoked about it. They're, they're getting exactly what they asked for. And then Samuel gets up and, and he gets the attention of, you know, everybody and i imagine him like motioning for silence amongst all of these people and it taking a little while because there's like a thousand people there and we've done this at summer camp with like a hundred people and it takes a while people don't Mm -hmm. quiet down especially when they're celebrating like they're excited yeah this is a big deal so but finally finally a hush came over the crowd they probably thought he was gonna like amp up the celebration yeah but so this man that they respect right samuel yep they followed for all these years. He was about to speak. So, like, it's kind of... He, he would gain, have some respect, some honor amongst yeah. the people. And so they're going to listen. He would be like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the previous leader of the Israelites? Well, kind of like passing on the, the baton, the, so yeah. to speak, to Saul. Yeah. But even though Samuel is never king. Yeah. Anyway. A lot of respect. So... He was a prophet. Yep. And Samuel, uh, and, and with Saul now officially being king, I bet everyone, I bet everyone is just expecting kind of this pep rally, this rah-rah victory kind of speech, but that's mm-hmm. not what they got at all. No. Not at all. W- 180 different. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a rebuke, like telling them they were wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and a correction. You know, and then a miracle that served as a warning in terms of a, a miracle as being a prophet, right? Um, and an exhortation or encouragement to rise up to the challenge before them. Yeah, it wasn't a victory speech at it all. Was it was kind of like heavy. Hey, King Saul. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, 
Samuel's really ruining I mean, the party. We screwed up. <laughs> we screwed up. Um, yeah, it was it it was heavy for them. Yeah. So Samuel starts out by reminding the people how just and fair that he has been as their leader. Mm. This is Samuel speaking. He was a priest and he was a judge, someone who with God's power saved Israel from their enemies. And then, you know, Saul is just there standing there as Israel's new leader, their king. And Samuel, who once led them as a judge, was recounting how well he had treated them, all of the good he had done for Israel. It's, you know, it's almost as like he's going to point to the people or point to Saul and say, like, who's better or something yeah. like he's gonna like challenge them to choose yeah which but but he doesn't no he which is good because that would have been even more awkward but, yeah but yeah. he's reminding them uh so that they will listen be like hey like remember who i am right i've done a lot of good for you i've got something important to say listen up yeah, yeah. and samuel samuel then outlines a pattern that israel has had with god mm-hmm. which is so, we have mentioned in other episodes, I yes, believe, in, in this yeah. series. And so things, this pattern basically goes like this. Things are good, then Israel sees something or, or has some sort of reason to walk away from God and they begin to walk away. And then, you know, they kind of find themselves in trouble and they need rescuing. They would then turn back to God mm-hmm. with deep sorrow and God would raise up a judge like Samuel to save them. And that's the pattern. And it would happen over and over and over again. And then they'd get de- de- fra- disenfranchised? With, mm. Like things would be going well again. Yes. And then, and then the yeah. pattern would repeat. Yeah. Correct. The gr- they're very much like the grass was greener always. Then Samuel gets to the heart of his speech. This is where his rebuke or correction comes in. Okay, so this is in 1 Samuel chapter 12, verses 12 to 14. You wanted a king to reign over you, even though the Lord your God was already your king. All right, here is the king you have chosen. You asked for him, and the Lord has granted your request. Now, if you fear and worship the Lord and listen to his voice, and if you do not rebel against the Lord's command, then both you and your king will show that you recognize the Lord as your God. Now, it's kind of like Samuel is a little angry or frustrated yeah. that they even asked for a king at all. It seems that Samuel believes that Israel shouldn't have a king ever. Yeah, it's kind of like he's uh, begrudgingly doing this. It's, it's you know, it, what he's saying and to show how badly Israel screwed up. He's really pointing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by asking for a king, he prays for rain. So in front of everyone, he prays for rain that very day. And in the middle of the day, or in the middle of the harvest. So yeah. he's praying for rain in the middle of the harvest, which is like a bad thing. And yeah, nobody wants rain when you're trying to bring in the crops. No, it makes it really awful. Yeah. So the clouds formed and it rained that same day and everybody was shocked and a deep fear uh, or respect for Samuel came over everyone. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the warning that's like, hey, God's, God means this. Yeah. It, and so the people quickly say how badly they screwed up, you know, by asking for, they're kind of realizing that Samuel is, is speaking truth here. And, and they ask Samuel to then pray, you know, to help 
get them back into right standing with God. All right, time out, time out. Okay. So that whole speech, yeah. just remember this. Saul, who is king, had just been anointed king mm-hmm. by Samuel, was standing there. And Samuel is saying, and there shouldn't even be a king. Yeah, that's awkward. That's awkward. And, yep. and it gets worse. And now, you know, after the rain, probably a few days later, and now the people are showing regret for asking for a king. So Samuel's saying, hey, you shouldn't have a king. Now the people are saying, oh, you're right. We screwed up. Right. But now we have a king. So the king of Israel was, it was actually God's rule. Mm-hmm. And now they wanted Saul, but now they kind of don't want Saul. It's kind of awkward. Yeah. Like super awkward. Like, I don't know how Saul feels about all of this, but it would mess with somebody, something fierce. Then you just slowly walk off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there was a stage. Okay. Uh, but finally, in, in this speech or in this conversation, the encouragement and the exhortation comes. So Samuel says that, yes, you messed up by asking for a king, but God will not abandon you. God still wants to make Israel his own people. Yeah. And then he goes on to remind them like, not to turn back to the idols that they've worshipped in the past. And in verse 24, it says, but be sure... Fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. That's our lesson. Mm. And then and it goes on to say, think of all the wonderful things he has done for you. Yeah. Those are really encouraging words. But then he goes straight back to his warning in verse 25 and says, but if you continue to sin, you and your king will be swept away. Mm. Really, really awkward. Okay. So uh, I, I can only imagine how... Saul would have been kind of caught in the middle here, really. No one's asking like, hey, Saul, what's your opinion on this whole thing? (laughs) Uh, But these were really important things for Israel to hear, right? And the key lesson that John and I would like to restate or reiterate is Fear the Lord and faithfully serve him. I bet you to it. You you really did. Uh, Okay. And and by fear, again, we don't mean like, "Ah," fear. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) No, no, we don't. It's... You'll often hear the word reverence thrown in here, and that's kind of this like respectful fear, Mm. you know, uh, respecting the power of God. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that we live in constant fear of God ruining your life, because even though he's capable of that, that's not what he wants, you know? Yeah. And and, and that's that's exactly it. We can have... We can actually have an abundance of confidence when we put God first. Yes. So despite Israel rejecting God as their leader, their king, he was willing to still bless them and allow them to have a king, even though it wasn't a part of his plan for them specifically. That's right. And, and in that, like, even though Israel didn't, you know, follow God's plan for them, mm-hmm. God's still being super gracious and saying, hey, just the big thing here, guys, is just put me first. Yeah. That's the big thing here. Whether you have a king or no king, put me first. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's why we don't need to dread meeting with God is because he is super gracious. He is yeah. constantly saying, hey, just put me first and things are going to go really well for you. Yeah. And, and that is unless you know, of course, you're, you are constantly and always choosing sin, mm. right? Or, or you're constantly rejecting God. Yeah. Then, then it's pretty clear that, you know, God will allow that sin to, to eat up and destroy a 
person's life. That's naturally the consequence of that sin. Yeah. So to reiterate, fear the Lord, respect, honor, and submit to the Lord, and then faithfully serve him. Well said. Thanks. See, I knew you knew that I knew that you knew that we'd, I knew we'd get here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> old man John knows a thing or two. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that you knew. <laughs> Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. <laughs> you love that. That's my favorite. Um, I imagine like a Stretch Armstrong man saying it. Really? <laughs> yeah, like an old 80s cartoon. From, oh. from when I wasn't born. <laughs> All right. Our growth tip is this, and it's a really important one. Confess your sin and reaffirm God as number one in your life. Now, you can do this on a walk or while talking with God or in your room, lying on your bed or, or at a table or desk journaling. I mean, you could do this a lot of different places. Yeah. I'll do it while I ponder wander. Because <laughs> you like a good ponder wander. I love a good ponder wander. Okay. It, exactly. It doesn't matter as much, you know, like how or, or, or where, but what matters is the state of your heart to let it soften. Yeah. You know, a soft heart is a strong heart. Mm. One that is faithful. A hard heart tends to be pretty fragile and gets hurt easily and, and rejects God consistently. Yeah, well said. All right. We have had so much fun with you guys today. It's been great to have John back with us. Remember that we have a contest going this week. So check in at Instagram. Our handle is at Bible Story Pod for more details and to see what this week's prize will be. Hey guys, we love you so very much and we're praying for you uh, constantly Mm -hmm. that you will continually grow closer to Jesus. Have a great week.